Hey, what's happening, guys? I am back, finally, after like a week and a half. Went to Mexico for a week. Just got back. My last episode, I had Nate Diaz teammate Christian Giovanni on my podcast. The Conquer Fighting Championship happened. This was this past Saturday, June 24th. Christian was victorious. He fought against my boy Roger Severson. They are still actually debating. The organization is debating who they're going to give the fight of the night to. It's between them two, and it's also between the fight with Winston Ramos. He took on my boy Fard Muhammad. He's actually, I'm actually going to be calling him right now, and we're going to talk about it. So he fought on Conquer Fighting number three. The, the same two guys fought, and it was controversial. It was live on uh, flow combat. The same one, Conquer Fighting number four, was also live on flow combat. I was lucky enough to do interviews in between some of the rounds live on flow combat. So shout out to all the fighters who were on the card who took the time to do your interviews with me. Some of them did it with me right before they went out to the cage. Nervous and shit. Like you see the look in their eyes, they're ready to fight. And they took time to do some of the interviews with their boy Fight Mike. I really appreciate it. You know, I always get nervous when I have to ask some of the fighters right before they're going to jump in the cage. I mean, I know that's it's a very important moment. And, you know, I made it clear that Conquer asked me to do that. You know, I always respect their privacy and how hard they work. And I, I just... A lot of times I just don't like being in that situation. Like I walked into some gyms to do some interviews and I could tell, I could just tell by looking at them. I could tell by the vibe, you know, I used to walk in with another cameraman and he would say, go get the interview and I'll look. And I said, right now is not the time. It's not the time. So shout out to them. Well, actually, actually let's just call, go ahead and call my man, Far Muhammad right now. I messaged him and I told him I'm calling him right now 10 30 it is thursday i told him i'm calling him right at 10 30 so we're gonna call him right now and talk about this fight and see what he thinks about the fight of the night his thoughts on the fight he won by tko so let's see what my man says my man far muhammad what's up man I press record on this four ounces podcast, man. And um, oh, you want to do this? You want to do this FaceTime right now? I thought that's what we was up to, but it's whatever. Either way, it works for me. No, we could just we could. I usually just do audio on uh, right, on my cool. podcast. Uh, I don't know what to do here. <laughs> I can hear you, so we're good. We could just keep going. All right, no doubt, brother. So I was having man. Oh, you know, I was just telling the listeners. About your victory this past Saturday on that conference. Well, on that. Yeah, man, you, you look good, man. I was telling them about the controversial number three. You came back and you got the victory, man. Tell us tell us about that one. Uh, man, the way it happened uh, from the start, you know, I didn't feel like that uh, that infraction was on my, was at all my fault. You know, uh, with that knee, that knee hit him in his collarbone, and they said that it was through his dome. You know, so uh, on the way back, you know, he was saying that I, I faked it when he kneed me in the head or whatever that was about. So, um, you know, I was feeling some type of way. Um, plus, you know, uh, you know, I, he's the world champion. 
the European champion, the Swedish champion, the Brazilian champion, the national champion. So I really wanted to, I really wanted to put that feather in my cap, you know, taking this guy out, knocking him off that roster. And uh, so when I came into this one, you know, I knew what he was capable of. Like Sun Tzu, he says, um, he says, know yourself and your enemy, and you'll win every time. If you don't, if, if you know yourself but not your enemy, you'll win part of the time. And if you don't know yourself or your enemy, you'll win none of the time. Ooh, I like that one, man. Oh, and, and I, I feel like I have, uh, I have too many weapons for them to to fully account for all the things that I could do. And so coming into this fight, I knew that not only did I know him, and not only did I know myself, but also knew him. Whereas I'm sure that punch that I hit him with last time before they stopped it probably made him even question whether he knew himself. So I knew that, uh, you know, as far as the art of war goes, I knew that the victory was mine. All I needed to do was uh, be faithful and be diligent and, uh, and stay disciplined when I was in there laying down my, my game plan, going with the flow. Was there any part of the fight during the fight where you maybe thought for a second that he was maybe had an advantage in anything, whether it be wrestling, anything, or you're just kind of like, you know what, man, I know I could finish this guy. I'm not even worried about it. Um, as far as advantages go, I mean, he's the world champion black belt. You know, he's the world champion. He, he won everything, you know. So I give him his credit on the ground. I, nonetheless, I'm from Carlson Gracie, bro, and, uh, and we're ready for whatever down here in Vegas. I, I knew that if... I knew that when we went to the ground, and last time we were on the ground, I just my goal was not to was was not to out grapple him. My goal was to was to stay from getting caught in anything. So it was don't get caught, don't get punched, change the position, and end up in a advantageous position based upon whatever he just did to get you here. And so that's what I did. You know, I just waited for my opportunities while defending, and then ended up on top, but I hurting on him. So this fight. I was telling him, I'm like, man, you know, everybody's telling me, hey, he's that guy, you know, maybe you should keep it on the feet. And I was with that. I'm like, you know, I'll keep it on the feet. But nonetheless, I'm like, man, I, 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 I just, I, I know that I could outroll this guy. Around the ground, I wasn't trying to outpower him, but I know that I'm stronger than him. He's my size. I got to be stronger than him. You know, and then um, as far as technique goes, I could tell that he wasn't ready for the, for, for my savviness on the ground. You know, uh, gets guys in trouble. And then so, when we were there, that's just what I did, man. I tried to stay savvy, tried to keep on doing what I do, and uh, eventually it paid off. I was pretty sure that I broke his arm in one of those rounds, and I, I remember looking at uh, at oh my goodness, I'm sorry, I'm I'm forgetting our referee's name, Josh. Yeah, Rosenthal. Yeah, yeah. Getting it, you know. Uh, so we're on the ground, and I'm like, I'm like, Josh, I think I just broke his arm, bro. Because, I mean, it was rattling, it was popping, you know, it was crackling, all kinds of stuff. And um, my people are yelling at me, finish him, finish him, finish him. So I go to, you know, I go to crank that thing some more, and it's still rattling and popping. And then it slips out a little bit. But it was at the, it was at the point before before it was just going to completely snap, you know. When you do jiu-jitsu and you broken arms, you know that. Yeah, it'll, last, it'll pop first, and then it'll snap. And um, and it slipped out a little bit, you know. Uh, thank God, you know, Allah Akbar. Um, and so it's like it's like it slipped out, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just beat this dude down, man. I see these elbows. He's like, he doesn't like these elbows. I think I caught him in a squat position a few times when he shot on me. Yeah, more on his face, more punches. Uh, I don't remember exactly round for round what went down. I just uh, and I'm still waiting for that video myself, but I remember those key points. How did you feel about it, my brother? You know, man, I watched most of it. 
Uh, remember when you did some? Uh, you did your interview with me before you walked out there. Yes, sir. The uh, they in between rounds. I don't. I don't know if you saw it throughout the rest of the show. So they had me doing some interviews, like in between some of the the rounds with other fighters and stuff. Uh-huh. So I think it was in between round two and three. I actually had to wait back there with the camera, with the camera guy, to tell me to grab another fighter. And get ready to do another interview. So I missed. Uh, I missed round three, bro. I missed it. I only saw. Did, did you Did you see me put the hands on, dude? Though. Yeah, I saw that. I saw, I did see that. What round was that? I just remember, like, I remember. I think it was round two where I was just. I was. I was heated. <laughs> yeah, and you were on top of him. I saw that. I, I looked at my on the way out. I remember looking at my my cornerman, Laquan Phillips, and I was just like, like I ain't I ain't fucking going down, bro. Like, I didn't, he didn't even ask me. It was just what I felt inside. It was like, and kind of that um, realization to myself. Like, I'm not you're, I'm not about to let you take me down. I'm about to hit you with, with these thumpers, man. And so I went out there, and, you know, I was I was hitting him. Every time I was hitting him, he was dropping, he was wobbling. Still got the takedown. That man is a fierce competitor, man. World champion, you know. Even in those positions when I was elbowing him in his face, and I'm looking at him like, man, just, just, say, you, just say you're done. You know, you've already proven what you had to prove. You know, um, or just roll over, tap out on this arm bar or on this thing because it's breaking your arm. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. elbow or spiking your face, you know, like like a jackhammer. <laughs> and, and nonetheless, every time I thought they were going to stop it, he would do something to where they were like, oh, not going to stop it yet, you know, because he's a champion. And much credit goes to that guy because I was really trying to put it, put it to him, you know? Yeah, I walked out there as soon as it was over, like when they were taking him out of the ring. And I, w- I walked over to Leslie Smith, you know, she was doing the commentating, you know, of course she was right there front row. And I said, I miss, I missed that third round because I had to go set up and they wanted me to do an interview with somebody. What happened? Yeah. And she was they like, yeah, she was like, he started landing elbows and started tearing dude up. Like she basically said something like that along the lines. So yeah. she, she gave me the 401 right after it happened, man. <laughs> I had to, man. They, you know, especially those commentators last time, it seemed like they were kind of, just not paying attention to what was happening. Yeah, I was I, one of them. I was one of them commentating. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I was listening. And it was like in the commentation. It was like they were saying y'all were saying that Ramos was landing the strikes on the ground and the heavier strikes, and I was just like, man, I thought all of them things head on like the Matrix. Like I was not about to get beat up or none of that. The only th- I remember commenting the one thing that I was saying during commentary is he took you down a couple times and it looked like he controlled like, one of the rounds, but. I know, I know, I didn't say anything about the strikes or what. And I can't remember who it was. No, that was, that was them. That was them. That was them. I remember. I remember you. They had you. They were. You know, you were. You were attesting to my ground game, and they were asking you what you think, and you were like, "Well, I, I believe Ramos is slightly better." And you know, um, I, I took that as a compliment. Ramos is the black belt world champion. Yeah. Across the brown belt. So you know, I, I appreciate. I appreciate the accolade. I always. Here's one thing about me, Far. You'll always just hear me keep it real and just kind of tell you how it is. I won't sugarcoat anything, and I'll never lie about shit. That's just how I am. Yeah, I like it. That's how I like it. Yeah, I man. Believe, I believe people should have to, should have to, you know, uh, to earn that rep, you know, to to, to earn the that respect. And uh, that's what I'm out here trying to do, man. Y'all can count on me every time if I'm out here and lay it down. You know, uh, it's, it's him or me. And if you know me, I want it to be him. So we'll see what happens every single time. Yeah, there were some awesome fights in the car. Remember, I came up to you before the whole, before the whole thing even started, and I was like, you know what, man? I've been hearing what people are saying. They want to see your fight tonight. Yeah, they want to see your fight. And with that said, I know you jumped in the ring after Sean Bunch won that title. 
we can see you fight him next? You know, uh, when we were weigh-ins, I got him to agree that he would fight me. I even shouted it out. I was like, hey, y'all hearing this? Say it again, Sean. Who's around? You know what I'm saying? Just stay here. What's up? Ain't no running this time. You know, and then, uh, you know, after after the fight, I, I, I believe they asked him, like, because I was on the other side of the building. I believe they asked him something like, like, who do you want to fight next? Or somebody's been calling you out. What do you want to do? And he was like, I'll fight whoever, whatever I trip and something like that. Well, hey, you must be talking to me because I'm the baddest man in the building. So I'm running up. You know, so, uh, so I run up on him like, hey, what's the deal then? You know, shit, say it, say it with your chest in front of the camera. And uh, he looked a little bit timid, you know, so uh, I think maybe he was biting off more than he could chew because we all know what I would do to that guy. So we'll see what happens. Uh, we took the picture with uh, Trevor. Trevor said it looks like it's going down. So, um, you know, uh, God willing, um, Sean Bunch will be able to muster up the courage to to – to fight somebody uh, that's different than anybody he'll ever fight in his life, you know I don't I don't I don't know that um that he has a skill set that will make him feel confident in that, but but hey, maybe you know anything is possible, so maybe he'll pray on it and then it'll, it'll go down. Give him that message. Did you hear what Did you hear what DC Did you hear what Daniel Cormier said after Sean's fight before that what even happened? What uh, did uh, he didn't say it on the mic or anything. One of the commentators heard it. I think Jim uh, Jim Cooley heard it. Uh, he said. Yeah, you know, if our Muhammad wants to get it, he could be next. Something like that. Someone yeah, along. That's what I'm talking about. Say it twice. Say it twice. Yeah. If our Muhammad wants to get it. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging this. You see, because the first time I put it on Sean Bunch, he had Josh Thompson in his corner barking that big wolf. And uh, that guy's in the UFC and he's on Bellator. And we took it to him the first time. The second time, he had Wilson Race. That's the last guy to just get beat by... Demetrius Johnson, and that's the guy who they gave the best chance to ever beat Demetrius Johnson, and um, and 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 we and we put it on him too, you know. So so let's go smash off DC Spider, and I feel like I feel like 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 uh, essentially I'll be beating up Bunch and DC. So you know, tell them to, tell them to bring the All Star Squad, and we can make them all remember realize who's in town now. Boom! Hell yeah, dude! Hell yeah! And with nobody, you think I'm like I, I don't I don't come out here with the entourage. That's looking super deep with these these superstars. I come out here with my people because my people know what's up and they know what I'm about to do. So you'll see what happens. Shit, we don't need a whole lot. My cornerman, my cornerman, uh, Quan Phillips, recovering quadriplegic, is one of my best boys right there. He's an all-star athlete. Broke his neck playing football uh, when we were seniors, you know. And uh, and um, you know, myself, I had in 2007, I had jumped through a window in a house fire. And it severed my hand. You know, I can't even wiggle my fingers for over a year. And now, and now I'm here. You know, I'm knocking cats out. You know, I, I got I got that guy in my corner. You know, um, and that's that's just the the tip of the iceberg when it comes to things we've overcome to get here. I'm gonna knock all these guys off. I'm not playing with nobody, man. Nobody. They better look at me with a straight face and pay attention. I like it, man. I can't wait to see you fight again, man. For reals. Yeah, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and let you go on this. I got another. Person about the about the no call right now, but I wanted to get you first, man. I wanted to get that coverage on the conquer fighting. You. I'm gonna have you on again. I'm gonna go out to Vegas and we'll do it. We'll do a sit down. Oh right, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Let's yeah. do that. Tell uh, tell Sean Bunch re up on that insurance. <laughs> uh, congratulations on uh, congratulations on that belt. Um, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. I was rooting for you. I, I respect your I respect your your achievements. 
in life and the things that you've done to get here. And um, and I can't wait to take that belt up off you real swift and real nice so I can bring it back to Vegas. Hey, God bless y'all. Allah Akbar. Right on, man. I'm going to tell people your Instagram and your, your uh, other social media so they can follow you, man. Y- yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, my brother. I'm going to hit you up, man. Appreciate you taking appreciate the time. Appreciate you, Mike. You the man. Thank you, man. You're appreciate the, that. You're the, you're the go-to guy. When I want to do an interview, I know you're the guy that I want to do it with because you are the man. So I appreciate that. For reals, man. I really do. I really, I really appreciate the respect that I get from a lot of you fighters. I really do, man. Hey, you deserve it. You've earned it, brother. Y'all take it easy now. All right, man. I'll check you out. Later. All right, that was my man right there, Far Muhammad. Yeah, I, I walked right up to him before the whole thing even started, before the whole conquer fighting even started. And I mean, I was excited about all the fights, the the championship fights, the other people on the card. But there was something about them two that we knew we were gonna see, that we knew we were gonna watch when them two fight again, one hundred percent. And it happened just how everybody expected it was was going to not just because of animosity but because of the way them to match up what we saw in the first fight so it was guaranteed so if i think you can go on there right now on, on conquerfighting.com and watch that replay trust me it's worth your time if you want to see some great mma if you want to see two guys with top caliber everything go on there and watch that fight it looks like he's going to be fighting sean bunch next as you heard it looks like they're going to put that one together Sean Bunch is the new champion. He fights at uh, American Kickboxing Academy with DC and all those other guys. So that's that's going to be good. So, I, I mean, Conquer Fighting Championship, it brings it every single time. That really is the best regional show. Like, I'm not feeding you guys some shit. I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. It really is the best fucking regional show. I'm going to be back at the next one. But in the meantime, just like I told my boy right now, Farhad Muhammad, I have another call. So I put up a post on my Instagram yesterday. If you want to be a guest caller on the Four Ounces podcast, you can talk about whatever you want. Keep it MMA related, or if you got something funny, entertainment related, I'll take your call. So I got a few responses, and I only had time to pick one person to uh, call in from that. Actually, we have another person after that, too, if we can squeeze it in. So we got two people that responded, and... One of them's going to be calling in. The other guy told me to call him. We're calling Matt Pratt right now. And we'll see what he has to say. He's been listening to the podcast. We're going to see what this guy brings. I like giving people a chance. Call him a podcast talking to me. Be entertaining, guys. Be entertaining, though. Hello? My man, Matt Pratt is your boy Fight Mike. What's happening, man? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good, man. So uh, we're recording right now. I told the listeners, you know, I put up a post yesterday and I have a couple people who actually a few people who responded, but I could only take a couple of you. You're one of them. You're the first one. So yeah, let's do it. yeah man, how long how long have you been uh, listening to the Four Ounces podcast, man? If you mind me asking you. I've been listening to your podcast for about, a, for about a month now. I call it, a, you know, I was listening, I'm was i a big Joe Rogan fan, Joe Rogan Experience. And yep. a buddy of mine said, if you like that podcast, you got to check out the Four Ounce Podcast. And I said, all right. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I like to have fun. And I'm going to start incorporating some people who want to wanna be on it, want to talk some MMA. I mean, without the following, without the people taking the time to listen to my podcast, I really don't have a podcast. But every week, man, my following grows. I'm not sure if you check out my uh, my instagram or whatnot but 
man, it's like every day, every week, man, I, I get some new people, I get some new messages, so I appreciate it, man. You're one of them. But let's just kind of just, just, just get right to, like, the MMA stuff, man. Like, is there any fights coming up that, like, you're excited to see? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, there's, there's a handful of fights. Uh, Jones, Cormier, I think everyone's pumped for that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the fight that, that the UFC, you know, needs to rerun and reset up, they've set it up, like, six times. It's got to be Khabib and Tony Ferguson. I mean, you have... You have a guy who's never lost inside the cage against a guy who's won nine in a row. As an MMA purist, a guy who just appreciates mixed martial arts, not no trash talking, you know, the the showmanship of it, just an MMA fan. Yeah, I think that's the purest, you know, the purest, most exciting fight that uh, that needs to happen. You know, more than more than you know, Khabib versus Connor, more than Tony Ferguson versus Connor. I think that's that's the fight I want to see personally. Is you see those two get in there and scrap. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of with you on that. Tony, he's really exciting guy, man. You know he's he's not going to be boring. He's not just going to like try to hold you down or whatnot. But did you happen to see any of the posts this morning about Dana White announcing that Conor McGregor came yeah, up? Yeah. You saw that? Like he I, said, I, yeah, I saw uh, I saw the Mac Life on Twitter, and I got up at uh, I got up at three thirty in the morning because my dog was going crazy. Oh, so yeah. I checked my Twitter, and and Conor calls out Khabib. He wants him in Russia, and that was uh. That was pretty cool because I think I think that would be a really great fight too. I want to, you know, especially after watching Michael Johnson at 205 clip Khabib with that left hand. I mean, if Michael Johnson wins that, you know, Connor's going to win that. So I think it's definitely something interesting to see. Yeah, you know, man, that's. Uh, I think everybody was surprised when they saw that when Johnson landed that on Khabib. I think everybody was thinking the same thing. Because everybody was saying Khabib's the guy who's going to beat Connor. Like, he's a bad matchup. Mm-hmm. His wrestling is obviously phenomenal, right? But his, his grappling is just, it's it's a different world. Different world, dude. The dude wrestles with bears. Have you seen some of those videos? Oh, oh yeah. I'm a huge, no, yeah, I'm a huge, I mean, I'm a pretty big Khabib fan. Um, he's my guy. But, man, I you know, before 205, I was like, Khabib would ragdoll. Ragdoll Connor. Yep. Now you know. John, you know. Now I'm like, man. If, if Michael Johnson isn't the best striker in the game. Great fighter, obviously. Tough, yeah. Tough as nails. But man, if if Michael Johnson, if he can hit you with that left hand, Connor's gonna put you to sleep with that left hand. So definitely scared now. Yeah, man. I'm with you on that. Um, and of course, I mean, you could you could do whatever you want to try to train for a fighter, but sometimes some people's style and the way they move, until you you stand in front of that person. Nothing could really get you ready. You know, Connor, like what he does. Like as soon as the fight starts, they'll do like, open up with the spinning back kick, and he'll, you know, he'll stand sideways and he'll throw weird side kicks and do weird shit. You know. Yeah, that karate stance. Yeah. That's it's it's really awkward and it's really weird. So I I'm actually worried. I'm worried for Khabib. Um, mm-hmm. You know, everybody swears as soon as he grabs you and takes you down, though. That's like that's it. But mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, but how are you gonna how are you gonna get that? I mean. How are you going to get that close to Connor, though, that left hand? Um, you know, the only thing that, that I think about from from a critique, from a technical level, like I refer back to, did you watch when Chad Mendes fought against McGregor? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, um, you know, he set up those, those double leg takedowns really good, and I was thinking to myself, well, if Chad can do that, can Khabib do that? But then they're a different type of wrestler, like, Mm-hmm. And plus, uh, Chad Mendes, you know, his boxing is really good. He has a really good boxing coach, and he was setting him off of his boxing. So I don't, I don't know if Khabib could do that, man. I, I, I'm scared. I'm scared, dude. I'm scared for him, man. 
But um, you know, no, I'd be, I would be, I, uh, as a Khabib fan, you know, I, I love Khabib. You know, I think, you know, before 205, I was like, Connor has no chance. But I'm, I'm honestly worried about Khabib now. That left hand. I mean, what, what, you know, I still think that fight is a long shot. You know, Connor, Connor's still fighting Floyd, and that's going to be a spectacle in itself. And who knows? You know, I'm, you know, it's pro- I'm biased because I'm an MMA guy, not a boxing guy, but. You know, I'm one of the very few people who I think Connor can honestly win that fight. If he catches, if he catches for that left hand, that fight's over. Yeah, he hits pretty. It's fucking hard. You got to give him his credit, dude. Connor hits fucking really hard with that left hand. So definitely, definitely. Who knows, man? Uh, so who do you think is gonna win between DC and uh, John Jones? Oh man, that is a uh, God. That's a. Uh, I just I think John's is, John Jones is just. Two overall, overall, he's just he's just the best pure fighter in light heavyweight, in my opinion. I just think he's just too much. I think DC, him are going to be obviously going to be a great fight. I'm really excited for it. I think I think Jones is just just overall just going to be a little bit too much. He's going to overwhelm me. Yeah, I just think as far as you know, fighting ability, athleticism, and he for some reason sometimes he just he had, he fights to the level of the fighter that he's fighting against. I think he's mm-hmm. better than every single person he's fought, but sometimes he'll fight against, uh, you know, fight the level of the guy he's fighting against. Like he fought against Ovin St. Preux. Did you watch that fight? Oh yeah, yeah. No, he he looked. Uh, he, I mean, you know, you know, you could see some ring rust a little bit in him. Yeah. In that fight, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a. I'm not hating on DC, man. He's. I mean, I'm I'm close to where he is right now, but I just think nobody could beat John Jones right now. That's just my. I, I agree. That's my personal I would, opinion. Uh, definitely, I think Brendan uh, Brendan Schwab or Brendan Schnob. Uh, he was, uh, it was a few months. Uh, I always butcher his name. Uh, he was uh, he was on a podcast. Uh, he was on Joe Rogan's podcast a few uh, a few months ago, and he said, you know, I, I know he says he's never coming back, but man, a heavyweight fight that I would love to see: John Jones versus Brock Lesnar. Oh my god. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. That would be that'd be pretty nuts. We'll see what happens, man. Who knows what John Jones is capable of, man? Just as long as he fucking just stays out of fucking trouble, dude. Right? God, yeah, right. That was, you know, I was, you know, that was like the first time, and, and, and you know, I've been disappointed before, but that fight, it could be even Tony. Definitely, could be wasn't gonna make weight. That was disappointing, but when UFC 200, when 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 he tested positive, that was the first time I was legitimately angry about a fight not coming together. Like, I was on it. I was, it ruined my day. Right, man. I'm with you. <laughs> that was, I think, I, 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 I think he, I think he'll stay out of trouble. I think he, he wants this fight bad. DC wants this fight bad. The UFC needs this fight. Um, I think, uh, I think, it, I think it's going to come together. Yeah, man. I hope so, man. All right, man. Is there anything you want to add? I got another person um, that's going to be calling in like four minutes, I think. No, just the last thing I want to put in there is it's, it's Khabib time, baby. <laughs> we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a great fight for sure once that happens. All right. Take it easy, Mike. All right, man. Thanks for calling, man. See ya. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys. You heard it there. Start incorporating some of these, you know, fan call-ins and people who follow the 4 Ounces podcast. I really appreciate it. I mean, it's every week or every day for that matter. The numbers keep going up. And it's much appreciated. You know, just a guy who likes to talk MMA. I like to do entertainment stuff. 
you know, I've been gone for, man, I think like almost two weeks now. You know, the last one that I did, like I said, was with Nate Diaz's boy, Christian Giovanni, who fought in the Conquer Fighting Championship. I took off to Mexico and, you know, I got some film and TV stuff that I've been doing. I've been auditioning and, you know, I got a, I got a commercial that's, that's rerunning again. It's a Toyota commercial. If you're, if you happen to be a person who watches any of the Hispanic network, you know, cable channels, they're actually airing it right now on the Hispanic network as they refer it. Uh, it might switch over to the regular English network, but as you know, the Latino community is huge and there's a lot of people who watch those channels, especially over there, like. Mexico, Argentina, and like all those places in South America where I believe they're they're showing it right now. So yeah, I'm busy doing a lot of stuff, but I tell you what, I love sitting down and when I'm by myself to record this podcast and get some people to call in, you know, you know, message some of these fighters who are training hard and they take the time to come on my podcast. I mean, I really appreciate it. But there's another thing that I kind of wanted to get to. I wasn't wanted to do it at the beginning of of this podcast, but you know, with the timing and calling Matt and, you know, my man, Mr. Far Muhammad, the timing wasn't right, but I couldn't really, didn't really have time to talk about this, but I was actually watching the new episode of The Fighter and the Kid, you know, Brandon Schaub, you know, Matt just mentioned his name right now, he butchered his name, Brandon Schaub, Fighter and the Kid, they're talking about bullying, internet bullying, and the funny thing is, I had somebody messaging me yesterday and talking about some people who were bullying his friend and some other people and they started messaging me trying to include me in it and I was nice enough to tell them that has nothing to do with me and then they started to bring up one of my callers that called in and went on a rant and talked smack about his friend or their friend his own choice. I let people call in, as you could see. I let Matt call in. I call fighters. Matt Major, for those of you who listened to one of my last podcasts, he talks shit about people. You're more than welcome to say whatever you want, even if you want to be a guest caller and talk shit about me. If you want to say, Mike, I don't like you. Mike, I don't like what you do, but you want to call on my podcast, I'm going to let you do it. If you're funny, if you're entertaining, I'll laugh with you. I don't give a fuck. But to go back to my initial thing about what they were saying on Fighter and the Kid, if you're a public figure or if you're a celebrity or somebody who's well-known and you can't handle people cyberbullying you, then you shouldn't be on social media. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. I get stupid fucking messages too on my Instagram. I have almost 2,000 followers who follow the 4 Ounces podcast on Instagram and I've gotten stupid fucking messages. I've gotten people who've tagged me same shit. Guess what I do? Guess what people like Nate Diaz, guess what they do? When people go on his Instagram right now, go under his pictures, scroll through the comments and see the people saying, fuck you, Nate, or like, oh, hey, Nate, Connor's going to kill you, or hey, Nate, you suck, or hey, Nate, when are you going to fight again? Look how many times Nate responds. Look how many times Nate Diaz responds to those comments. Zero. If you can't handle cyberbullying, get off there. And if you're going to tag me and hoping that I'm going to get involved in your high school tagging back and forth, talking shit on there, I'm not doing it, bro. So just like they said on the fighter and the kid this morning, if you're a public figure, 
Deal with it. People are going to cyberbully you. Who gives a fuck? There's a feature on there in case you didn't know. There's a feature on there that you could do on Instagram. I think you could do it on Twitter. You could do it on Facebook. It's called block. If they're bothering you, don't respond or block them. Problem solved from your boy Fight Mike. So on to the next topic. As a matter of fact, these, some callers calling in right now. Another person who's calling into my podcast right now. He responded. So he's going to call. Let's see what he has to say. You are live on the Four Ounces Podcast. Who's this? Hi, this is Kelly. Kelly, what's happening? Uh, I saw that you responded to my live thing to call into my podcast. Do you want to talk some MMA? What do you want to talk about? Yeah, I want to talk about a Josh Thompson guy. He's a fighter now. We used to fuck. <laughs> really? I used to fuck that guy all the time. And they had some... Some cameraman with him who talked funny. He would record and jack off the whole time. It was great. <laughs> Are you serious? I swear to God. Wait, what's your name again? Kelly. Where are you from, Kelly? The gay area. The gay. <laughs> Do you watch MMA? Only when he's fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what t- tell us what happened. Tell tell us uh, your experience uh, with that guy. Well, so picture him fighting. Uh huh. Got someone like in that you know in like the, the the guard position or whatever. <laughs> but picture us naked and fucking instead. <laughs> <laughs> what else, man? Tell us or what else? Um, that's all. I was getting my nails done today, but that's it. Get your nails done. <laughs> yeah, I just thought I'd call in about that Josh Thompson guy. Oh, my God. I didn't know he was fighting. I think he's fighting again coming up pretty soon. I don't know. Perfect. Sounds like a 15-minute jerk fest for me. <laughs> all right, anything else you want to add? No, that's all. <laughs> Later. Bye. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, I guess that's what you're going to get when you allow random people to call in to your podcast. But hey, that's entertainment. If you want to be a guest to call on my podcast, I leave the door open to everybody. I don't discriminate. I don't hate. If you want to call in, talk some shit, even if it's about me, cool. If you're funny and it's talking shit about me, guess what? I'm going to laugh with you. Want to know why? Because I'm not a fucking damn crybaby. So, if you're on Instagram, Twitter, if you're on social media, people talk shit about you, who gives a fuck? Ignore them or block them. So, we are about 35 minutes in. I think I covered everything. I think I covered everything besides this clothing that I'm wearing right now. RepHard.com, Represent Gear. They sent me a sick-ass care package. I got it yesterday. Appreciate you guys. I really appreciate you guys. Also, torque1.net. Make sure you go there. I support their clothes, too. And if it's your first time listening to this podcast, hit subscribe. If you're on iTunes, SoundCloud, or if you're on YouTube. If you're on YouTube, over on Instagram right now, looking at this video. If you're seeing it in the feed, if you're sharing it, I appreciate it. Make sure you share it. Subscribe. Follow. Go to my website, fouranceofpodcast.com. I'm going to be doing a giveaway again. I'm going to be doing another giveaway. 
So I have six hats left. Six of my 209 slap caps. I have six of them left. I'm going to give away one. Since people bought all the other ones and it's doing really well, I think I'll do a giveaway. So yeah, I think that's it for now, guys. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Bye, Mike out.